This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You're live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with my good friend, John Beeler. we got a really cool program today, John. I'm pretty excited about some of the, uh, the segments we got coming up. Uh, one of them is uh, the Overdue app. If you go out on hikes, uh, especially uh, multi-day hikes up into the, uh, the back country, uh, you know, we're based here in Vancouver, and even people locally go up the local mountains and get lost, and we don't know about it for days, and sometimes that ends in tragic results. This app will help hopefully alleviate some of those and, and give people peace of mind. We'll be talking with one of the creators uh, out of Vancouver here. We'll also uh, be chatting with a, a really cool app developer. His name is Jonathan uh, Wegener. He has developed an app called, uh, what's it called? Pair. Pairplay. Pairplay, sorry. The, I can't. I can't even explain this properly, John, but it is so cool. It basically works with your iPhone and uh, a pair of uh, uh, iPod Pros, Air, AirPod Pros. I'm uh, getting all the names wrong here today. Uh, that you and your partner will basically take one of the uh, earbuds and basically live through a audio adventure in your home. Yeah, yeah, it's like augmented reality for your ears. It is super cool. And uh, we will also be chatting with Ted Kritsonos about the Wix app, an app to help you make an app, even if you know nothing about coding. Let's talk about some of the news, uh, John. Lots of stuff happening here. This was interesting. Petro-Canada now lets you activate uh, the car wash with your iPhone. How does that work? I think this is great because, you know, I have an electric car, as as do you. Yep. And when I go to wash my car, I have to go inside and talk to somebody and, like a sucker yeah now with petrocan's app you can actually just order your car wash and you just walk right you, you drive right up to the car wash and it gives you the code and and you can even just get your car wash without having to go inside that is awesome yeah only at petro canada <laughs> uh also in uh, the tech news uh this week uh Google Meet now can warn you when you're causing an echo. So we're all doing, you know, these Zoom calls and, and Google Meet meetings, you know, video conferencing. Uh, but sometimes you're actually echoing to the other people on yeah. the other side and you don't know it. Yeah, because, I mean, it's it's very convenient to not have to wear a headset and you use your speaker and microphone on your laptop or your computer. But sometimes, depending on how close that microphone is to the speakers, you get this feedback loop. You don't hear it, but whoever you're talking to hears it and it drives them nuts. But... I, I got to ask you, John, does it matter? Like, because the other people on the other end are going to tell you within seconds, hey, you're echoing. Yeah, but this is the, <laughs> true. But sometimes people will put up with it rather than trying to fix Not the, the people I'm talking to. <laughs> they tell me right away if my audio uh, sucks, essentially. But anyway, it's a feature coming to uh, Google Meet. Uh, also in the news, uh, the app news here, uh, the new Motorola Edge smartphone gets a 108 megapixel camera 108 megapixels but you, does that make a difference john i mean it's i think it's a combination of obviously the the sensor the 108 megapixel sensor the lenses but also the software that's pulling it all together yeah because we've seen with the google pixel it doesn't have the biggest specs when it comes to the sensor and and the lenses it's the software doing the magic absolutely yeah and honestly what are you going to do with a 108 megapixel phone phone photo that you took with your smartphone? Like, are you trying to, you know, take photos that are going to be billboards? Yeah. If, if you're that guy that does billboards, you're probably not using a smartphone to take those pictures. You're using an SLR. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the sensors are still tiny on these things. Yeah. So it's almost more of a marketing ploy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I want to reserve judgment until we see it. 
and hopefully we'll get get one in at some point. Yeah. Uh, this is also a fairly inexpensive model. Uh, there's a new version. It, basically, it's seven hundred dollars U.S. So okay, eh, it's up there. About a thousand bucks. Yeah, you know, Canadian. But would you get that or an iPhone or like a Samsung Galaxy? I don't know. Motorola's made some really nice phones over the years. Yeah. So. Well, we'll keep our eye out on, on that and see if we can get one in to uh, do a, uh, a a review. Uh, this next story I thought was kind of interesting. So TikTok is a really fast-growing, popular social media app. And basically, it's little bite-sized videos. And I'm addicted now, John. You've got me addicted. I know. And so it, it is highly intelligent. It really starts recognizing what type of subjects you like. So there's everything. Like there's how-to videos. There's car videos. Anything you can imagine is on TikTok. And these things are usually less than 30 seconds, these videos. We're even on TikTok. We're on TikTok. You have to check that out. And so what happens is you watch the video, and then you kind of swipe up to see the next one. And I'm telling you, hours. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, re- <laughs> you realize, I've been sitting here for three hours. Yeah. So what's interesting now is, and you know, if you're a business owner, take note of this. They're testing shopping tabs with Shopify merchants now. So a lot of people, if they're selling online, they use the Shopify platform. It's an easy way to get your, your merchandise up on your website and you know, take payments and inventory and all of that. And so now TikTok is kind of integrating with that. So if you are making TikTok content, imagine if you're selling beauty products, for example, and you're making you know, these little bite-sized videos on how to do makeup or you know, beauty care regimes. You can now have uh, a shopping tab. Well, not yet, but they're, they're testing this out. You'll be able to have shopping tabs so people, after watching your content, can go and buy this stuff. Well, that's one of the, I guess, great promises of TikTok is that if you are a small business person, say a crafter or like you said, a makeup person doing skincare, that kind of thing, and you have you know a very small batch products that you're trying to sell, having a good viral TikTok video can blow up your business literally overnight and giving them an easy way of actually being able to buy that product or service that you're that you're selling is huge. Uh, I've seen a lot of things, and if you are on the platform, you've probably heard like the sort of like a catchphrase, TikTok made me buy it, because someone will show off something, and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know that was a thing, I need to have that. And sometimes they will just have that link in their, in their bio, right? Sometimes it's an Amazon link, or sometimes it's to their website, or what have you. But actually being able to sell the product from within TikTok is pretty huge. Sure is. Uh, also in the mobile and uh, app news, uh, OnlyFans, uh, we talked about this on our Get Connected radio show and podcast. Uh, they were moving away from uh, pornography, which was kind of making up the bulk of their revenue for uh, the people that uh, used it. Uh, they've since re- retread on that and uh, they're allowing it again. Uh, they are putting out a new app, uh, OnlyFans TV, uh, and they call it a safer work app for uh, iPhones and Android phones. Uh, trying to shake their adult image. So if you've got this app on your phone, it's not going to show you any nudity or pornography or anything like that. Yeah. So like a lot of influencers and sports stars and, and what have you also use OnlyFans to kind of connect with their their fans, essentially. Yeah, and the fans can subscribe to them and pay them a monthly subscription fee to actually uh, have access to that. And yeah. so it's a, it's, a, it's a good model to give, give the customers what they want and, and the person creating that content uh, a, a good platform um but yeah it's it's kind of interesting i wonder how how they're going to police this too right because presumably if you're a content creator in the nudity space 
are you going to be able to have like a playlist that only works on the on this TV side of things? Guess we'll uh, we'll find out. We've got a great contest uh, going. It's the last week of the contest uh, as well. Uh, we're giving away a Kingston Technology Memory Prize Pack, and uh, this is uh, three prize packs are worth about three hundred bucks each, and it's sixty four gigabytes of memory. And so if you've got a desktop computer or thinking of building one, this is the prize pack you want to win. This is a lot of high-speed memory. It will totally juice up your computer. Giving away three sets of these. And again, go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. We also have a, uh, a lot of Kingston swag. So T-shirts and hoodies and hats. Again, getconnectedmedia.com. You can even see Mike trying on all those outfits on TikTok if you go to our TikTok page. Thanks, John. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I just don't know if like I'm the TikTok kind of dancing guy. Well, I'm sure we have some people in the audience who would like to see that. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike and John here. Well, we're going to talk to an app developer now that has developed an app that uh, I guess is billed as augmented reality for your ears. On the line, we've got Jonathan Wagner out of uh, Los Angeles. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What is augmented reality for your ears? I know what it is for, you know, the visual world, uh, but what what uh, is it in the audio sense? Sure. The way we think about augmented reality is it's anything that overlays digital on top of reality. So in the case of audio, it's audio that's relating to what you're looking at. And specifically, uh, you know, if you think of it like a museum tour, there's a voice in your ear guiding you through appreciating the art. And so that's like a light form of augmented reality. What we're doing is overlaying a voice in your ear that's guiding your actions, that's playing cinematic music, and that's having you interact with the elements in your own home, such as your glasses and your sink and you're writing codes and flushing them down the toilet and your partner becomes a robot and they're doing things that are synchronized with the story in your ear. And so it's this very, um, it's this very hybrid experience that's part digital and part um, IRL. So we should explain, uh, we're talking about PearPlay, which is the app that you've developed or created, and it uses your AirPods and you share your, each, you and your partner, whoever you're playing this with, you each take an AirPod and then you basically have the same experience from your phone, correct? Uh, Exactly. You and the partner split the AirPods, but what's clever and interesting is you hear opposite sides of the same story. So you and your partner are actually hearing different things. They're perfectly choreographed, of course. Um, and so you become different characters in a shared universe. So is this a story that you're following along with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them are spy stories. That's our most popular one. It's about an hour-long um, multi-episodic spy adventure mapped to your own home. Um, some of them, uh, one of you is playing, for example, we have one where one of you is playing a polar bear, and one of you is playing a victim being attacked by a polar bear. <laughs> we have a zombie <laughs> outbreak one where one of you is um, basically attacking is pretending that you're infected and attacking your partners. We have, um, uh, what else? Yeah, those those are those are the ones that come to mind. This must be hilarious to watch other people play too. It is. It's really bizarre to watch because you can't hear anything, of course. Right? Yeah. The audio is just in the ears. So you're just in a silent room watching your friends perform for each other <laughs> and say really weird things to each other and knock and scratch and sniff each other and and it makes no sense to the outsider, but of course, if you're in the story, then it's this beautifully um, shared, almost private experience between the two players. 
Jonathan, are you a genius or is there something really wrong with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the line between idiot and genius is pretty thin. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, in, in one, in all seriousness, one of the most genius quotes I've ever heard was from an old mentor, Jason Goldman, who said that um, there's a very, very thin line between delusional and visionary, and that line is traction. Like if your product is popular uh, and people love it, then you're a visionary. And if you spend all this time working on something and no one uses it and no one loves it, then you're delusional. Delusional. And I've always thought that was quite quite clever. I guess Elon Musk went the visionary route. <laughs> could, could have easily gone <laughs> the, the other way. Yeah, so, it, was, it was touch and go for a while there. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about an app called PearPlay. It works with uh, Apple AirPods. Does it work with any other earbuds? Um, not currently. So this is a an augmented reality-led story that you would play with a partner. So can you just walk us through this just so that the listeners can kind of envision what's happening here? Like the zombie outbreak uh, story. So you and your partner each put in one of the uh, Apple AirPods. And so what's happening? Sure. Um, so there's a voice kind of like Headspace, but instead of guiding you through meditation or something like that, it's kind of setting a story and setting a reality, a bit like a dungeon master would in Dungeons and Dragons, perhaps. Um, so in the zombie one, for example, there's a voice saying, um, you know, in this kind of bad news voice, like, oh, there's been a zombie outbreak and uh, your friend has come over to go to the movies, like something like that. Uh, and meanwhile, your friend is hearing, oh, there's been a zombie outbreak and bad news, you're infected. Um, so get ready to perform your best zombie. Um, when I say now, hold your arms out towards your partner. And so at that moment when, you know, that partner is holding their arms toward their other partner, you know, that other partner is hearing some choreographed piece of the story like, like, oh, no, they're, they're infected too. They're coming to get you, something like that, right? And so the, the story is built in this carefully choreographed way. Um, maybe, maybe a clear example is the uh, polar bear episode <laughs> where one of you is told to lie on your back with your eyes closed um, this this one's particularly uh, popular with kids. Kids love being scared and scaring each other. So this one's really scary. But one of you lies on the back with your eyes closed and hears a terrifying story told by a calm British voice about um, how you've just woken up in the Arctic polar tundra and there's a polar bear loose. And, oh, oh God, is, is that it? And at that same moment, your partner is stomping around the room. They're scratching the floor with their fingernails. Oh God, the polar bear has seen you. It's coming and your partner's getting closer. It's it's nibbling on you and your partner's nibbling on your chin. It's breathing <laughs> in your face, play dead, play dead. And your partner's breathing <laughs> in your face and chewing your toes. And um, so, you know, the story that the victim is hearing is perfectly choreographed to the actions that the partner is performing in that moment. And it's all cinematically designed with the soundtrack and, and good storytelling to kind of just be this like very live theatrical experience between two people. I can see why kids would love that. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you tell special, the, yeah. do you tell the participants before the story starts that there might be scratching or biting? Um, we, <laughs> the, the UI is pretty minimal right now. It just has a bunch of episode names. Um, I don't even think it's marked as scary. Um, but I, mean, I think in the first few seconds, it maybe says something like this is a scary episode or something like that. Um, but I mean, the entire product is pretty intimate, right? Like at minimum, you're sharing AirPods with a partner. Um, and at maximum, you are sniffing and smelling each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, you know, not great for a stranger, maybe for a first date, but 
but between parents and kids or two kids or, or I'm, I'm totally weirded out by this but at the same time when I get home I'm totally trying this yeah. I don't know who will try Absolutely. it with me I don't know what member of my family will do this with me your dog yeah I don't know if the <laughs> airpod will fit in my dog's ear but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it with my wife be a good polar bear <laughs> yeah I'll be the polar bear yeah oh she'll hate it she will totally hate it <laughs> and and you how much is this? Surprised. So we're talking uh, with Jonathan uh, Wegener. He's uh, the man behind Pair Play. It's an app that tells, I guess, augmented reality stories to you and a partner using uh, Apple AirPods. How much is this app? Uh, the app's free right now. It's basically a demo of the technology and some of the content that we put up on the App Store. I want to thank you for joining us. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for having me. You can check out his app, PearPlay, up on the Apple App Store. And again, uh, you'll need an iPhone and a pair of AirPods to try it out. But I'm totally trying this out this uh, this weekend. Not with you, John. No. It sounds might, might get a little weird. Yeah, I don't want to If you start you. sniffing me. Yeah. When we come back from the break, more apps to talk about. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Mike Egerbo here with John Beeler. Well, we talk all about apps. And to make apps... You got to know how to code or program. Well, there's uh, another way now. Uh, we've got our good friend Ted Kretsonos from Toronto on the line to talk about uh, a tool that will help you make apps even if you don't know how to program or code. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Good to be with you guys. Thank you. We're talking today about Wix. Uh, so this is uh, uh, an app or a website you can go to that will help you make your own apps. Uh, how does it all work? So Wix, for people who know or don't know, originally started as a platform where you could build your own website. So they've applied the same principle now to apps, meaning that in the before you, you could build a website without knowing any code, you can now build an app for iOS and Android with also not knowing any code. So basically the way it works is that you sign up, uh, so you you know just basically sign up, you, you kind of tell it what kind of app you're, you're looking to build, like, are you a business? Are you looking for a portfolio? Uh, you know, basically things like that. You just put in some basics. And you can actually go about designing the app the way you want it, of course, given the tools that are available to you. And you don't have to pay for it un until or unless you are happy with the result. That's interesting. So what kind of apps can you build with this? So right now, uh, from what I've seen anyway, there is a, a number of different options. So e-commerce tends to be one that they push a fair bit. Uh, so if you're selling something and you wanna sell through an app, you can. Uh, those are typically the examples I see the most, but uh, it also extends to things like portfolios or if you want an app for, let's say, I don't know, like uh, you want it to, I'm just trying to think here, like it's, how would I describe? How would I describe this? Like, okay, you have a restaurant, let's say, or you have a food truck. You have uh, anything like you know, you're you're or you're selling content, for example. You you create your own videos or music uh, or something like that. You you can actually sell that through an app uh, that comes through this Wix platform. So there is a fair amount of I don't want to say it's too broad, but at least there are some differences in the kind of app that you can make. Although when it comes to the tools that are available to you, so that the way you kind of design the app, that's where I'm not sure that there's dramatic differences, but there are some to at least, you know, templates that you can use uh, to make your stand out a little bit, including designing your own logo, by the way. 
And so once you've created this app, uh, does it work for iPhone and Android? And, and how do you get them into the, the app stores? So that's where Wix comes in as well. And Wix will handle that backend stuff. So you've designed the app, you've you, you made it look the way you want it to. Uh, as far as anything that works on the back end, Wix handles that. So Wix will handle the approval process for Google and Apple. You do have to pay the fees for that. For Apple, that's $99 a year. And for Google, it's a one-time $35 charge uh, to get your app on their respective platforms. After that, uh, whenever either Apple or Google upset, uh, upset, <laughs> update, their uh, respective operating systems, Wix will also make sure that your app is up to date as well so that it's compatible with whatever they've come out with. So in a sense, you're you're paying Wix monthly to kind of host your app for you and to handle some of that backend stuff that you otherwise may not know how to do. What kind of interactivity can you make with, with these apps? Like say, for example, I'm a, a restaurant. Uh, I get the sense I could just make an app that's all about my restaurant and uh, you know the menu and, and things like that. But is there any interactivity that I can build into it? Can I sell things uh, through it? Can I take reservations? Absolutely, yeah. So they have something for all of that. So if you're a restaurant or any type of place that takes reservations, like a salon or something like that, yes, they, they have the tools to enable you to do so. Uh, if you want to embed a widget, uh, like playing video, uh, say from YouTube or some other platform, or maybe it's something of your, of your own, you can do that as well. So there is like menus, even like these days where we're, you know, we're scanning QR codes to get menus that would work. Also, you could get that going on an app like this too. There is a limit though, in the sense that the code that Wix makes available, at least to themselves, because you're not really coding anything, uh, doesn't include every single thing that Wix offers. So for example, there's something called Velo code or Velo code. I'm not sure exactly how they pronounce it, but they have that for Wix websites and they say that they will apply it to the mobile apps too. And when they do, that will enable you to do even more with the app that you create through them. Got about a minute left here, Ted. So what's the cost of, of using this app to create your app? So right now from what it's about, well, up until September 20th. So if you sign up by, uh, by September 20th, you will pay $100 US per month, okay? Uh, if you sign up after that date, it goes up to $200 US a month. So that's why they're focusing more on businesses than individuals, because there is a, a hefty cost when you really look at it. Uh, but at least, you know, the way that, well, the way that they rationalize it is that, hey, you're paying us and we're basically handling any of the back end for you, including if anything goes wrong. Well, thanks, uh, Ted, for joining us. Uh, we've been talking about Wix, uh, a little app and website that you can use to make your own apps for iPhone and Android phones. If you want to find out more, Ted's done a great article up on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Check it out. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. You're back with the program. Mike and John here. Let's talk about uh, safety, especially when you're uh, out and about hiking or planning a trip. Uh, we're going to talk uh, with the folks over at uh, Overdue. We've got Steve Chapman on the line. Thanks for joining us, Steve. Hey, good morning. 
Well, uh, here in British Columbia, especially in Vancouver, we are constantly hearing stories about people getting lost in the backcountry. And it's pretty easy to get in the backcountry here in Vancouver. Basically, just go up one of the local mountains and get lost. You can take a bus there. You can take a bus there. Yeah. And it just happens again and again. You've got uh, an app that uh, potentially will help... uh, reduce some of that or, you know, provide more safety and and peace of mind for for people planning these trips? Yeah, that's correct. So um, what Overdue does, it essentially makes it easy for search and rescue to access a trip plan that someone's made. Um, So what happens is a user opens up the app, they set up a profile, um, they'll set up a bunch of emergency contacts and then they're ready to go. So every time they go out, they'll go through, um, which is a six stage um, step, which um, they'll put in their routes, they'll put in their, um, what they're planning to do, what their activity, what time they're planning to be back um, and who's with them. Um, and the app also helps them choose the, equipment that um, they're meant to um, carry with them. Um, So the 10 essentials, but more than that, because every activity and every season demands um, a little bit more than the uh, 10 essentials. I I like this. Uh, Again, uh, like I was saying earlier, there's just so many times you read these stories and uh, an app like this in its simplicity would really alleviate a lot of these issues that, uh, you know, some of these uh, lost people uh, <laughs> get themselves uh, into. Uh, I like some of the, you've got, you've got offline maps built into this as well? Yeah, so exactly. Um, when we were building the app initially, um, we thought it was important that the users could actually record where they go in dot by dot um, their plan route. Um, so, we had to integrate maps for that, and then that function um, built right out. So um, my other job is a cartographer, so I do local maps, and uh, we incorporated those and other maps. So um, not only can the user um, plan where they go in, they can actually use the map while they're on the trail to um, to help guide them. Um, we, we always say in search and rescue that you should always carry a paper map, but um, something on, on an app is always good to pinpoint where you are if, you, um, if you've lost your way a little bit. I guess my next question, Steve, uh, I, this is something I would definitely want to, to use, but the people that typically are getting lost up there, uh, do you think they'll actually be smart enough to <laughs> actually load this app up and, and use it? They're usually the careless ones, I I, I think. Well, I mean, that's what we're hoping. Um, With Coquitlam Search and Rescue, I'm um, the lead on the community education. So that is a message we're always trying to push out there. You know, the importance of making a trip plan. So sure, there's some people who aren't doing that at the moment, but it's our mission not only to get the app into the hands of people and use it, but actually educate people into doing this process and the app makes it easy to do that because there's no onerous um, writing something down on a piece of paper and giving it to someone or just texting something um, very briefly. Um, It guides you through that whole process. So really um, there's no excuse for not having that trip plan. Um, It's super important to have a trip plan because if you 
do go missing uh, and it's happened numerous occasions then if search and rescue don't know where to start then um, then all bets are off in terms of being able to find that person and we have had a number of tragic cases where people haven't been found. Steve, how long does it take to actually fill out your route plan and sort of get the app up and running and configured? Just just so people understand, like, you know, spending a few minutes or however long you're going to tell me in a second can make or break and potentially even save your life. Exactly. Yeah. So we've um, made the process super simple. So the process of actually doing your profile, maybe five or 10 minutes, that's a one-off process. Um, the same with the contacts. Um, we sort of force the users to send a text to their contacts initially so that when that emergency text comes, then, then they know what overdue is and they trust it. So once all that's done, the six-stage process is potentially very simple. I've done a trip plan in less than 30 seconds. Um, if you put more detail in, obviously, then that can take longer if you're doing a multi-day trip or something like that. But um, it is a very quick and simple um, process. For instance, you could just write in there, I'm doing the grouse grind back at 8 p.m. Um, I'm with my wife and dog and got the 10 essentials and, and then um, that's good enough for some some trips. I think it's great that you have the 10 essentials there too, because a lot of people go, even what they think is just going to be a simple afternoon hike, and then, you know, they sprain their ankle or do something that forces them to stay out longer than they expected. So basically always plan to have those things with you, regardless of the length of the trip you're going on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've had cases where people have just gone out for a simple dog walk and they've been out for three nights <laughs> and it's been touch and go because things can happen you can slip on a log you can hit your head your phone can actually die a lot of people rely on their phones but um phones can um the batteries can fail if they get wet they fail if you drop them um they fail um if so, a bear yeah. eats it it fails Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, there's there's 101 things that can happen. So our system registers the trip plan with the server. So your own personal phone is totally out of the um, equation once that's been registered. So if I make a trip plan, like, for example, I'm going up Grouse Mountain here in Vancouver uh, and I say I'm going to be back at 7 p.m. Uh, so what kind of things are triggered um, if I don't show up? Yeah, so initially, um, some people are forgetful, so um, our server will actually give you um, four reminders just before the point you're going to be overdue. So two phone calls and two SMS messages, and they will give you the opportunity to either check in or, um, you know, require assistance straight away, or um, or you can request more time if you're running late. Um, if you don't respond to any of those and you're out of contact and you are overdue, then what will happen is your primary contact will be sent a message to say, hey, your friend is overdue. Um, here's their trip plan. So there's a link to the overdue trip plan. They will then um, look into it. You know, maybe from the tracking, they'll see that you've driven home and uh, you're okay. Um, if things aren't looking good, they would then contact um, 
911 emergency services and then that trip plan would eventually get into search and rescue hands. If that primary contact um, doesn't answer or can't respond, then we have up to six secondary contacts as well. So um, after another be determined time, those secondary contacts will be contacted with the same kind of process. So it's like a primary and a, a, a backup cavalry, which um, will come to the aid of that person. I think it's also important to mention that your your backup or your contact people, they don't have to even install the app. They're going to get a text message and a link to a web page that will have that trip plan, correct? That's exactly, yeah. So they will get a link. Um, the, the user can select whether the um, contact gets an SMS, an email, or both. So we've got both of those um, avenues uh, covered. So, um yeah, it, it's easy for those emergency contacts. They don't have to do anything at all. So, John, when you do your trip plan and you don't come back from the Taillight Craft Brewery by 10 p.m., <laughs> I can send out the dogs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Steve Chapman. He's uh, one of the people behind the Overdue app, a great uh, Canadian-made uh, app that uh, is a trip planner that will alert uh, your friends and family if you are overdue on uh, a trip that you've uh, made. How much does this cost, Steve? So it's a subscription plan. So the um, price is twenty nine ninety nine per year. Um, and anyone wanting to install it, they will get a free month to try out all the features, in, including the maps. Small price to pay for some peace of mind and uh, highly recommended for all those people that go hiking up uh, in the local mountains or, or Whistler and uh, a great way to keep uh, track of things. Steve, uh, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, uh, Mike and John. It's been a pleasure talking to you and um, stay safe out there on the trails. We will. uh, Again, talking about the Overdue app available at the Apple App Store and on Google Play as well. So for both iPhone and Android phones. When we come back, more tech to talk. You're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Bueller. Uh, I'm going to throw to the, the contest one more time. It's the last week of the Kingston Memory Giveaway. We're giving away three prize packs and a bunch of Kingston swag. In the prize packs, though, are 64 gigabytes of memory, and they're worth $300 each. So uh, if you were building a computer or if you've got uh, a desktop uh, PC, this will totally juice up anything that you're doing, whether you're gaming or running graphics. Uh, it is fantastic. It's the fastest memory out there. And it will light up your life. It's got RGB lighting on it. So if you're into building gaming PCs, you know, typically they've got like the clear sides on their cases. This is going to give you a light show. And again, if you want to enter our contest, go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together, John and Christine. And don't forget to go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Listen to our sister radio show and podcast, Get Connected. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.